Breakfast, quarter past nine, Maroon 5, this love has taken its toll. If she says goodbye one too many times, just keep walking, boy. Just keep walking. And if they really want you well, they'll catch up with you at some point. Coming up uh, right here on Jet Set Breakfast, future-proofing society for an era of uh, uh, polycrisis. What does this mean? We get to find out. And we're going to have a conversation with our guest, Ian Harris, Food Dialogues Event Project Manager and um it's coming up and we get to find out what it's all about, basically having conversations about food. Let's have a conversation about food anytime with me, especially at this particular point. I'm so hungry when you say food, my my pupils just dilate. But anyway, Ian, good to have you on Just at Breakfast. Good morning. Thanks for being with you. Nice to be with you. Good to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, what does, what does this mean, food dialogues? Well, it's an opportunity over a two-week period in Cape Town for people who eat, for, pe- for people who work in the food space, for people who are interested in food in many different, from many different angles to get together and discuss the food system that we're sitting with at the moment and to look at the challenges that that food system is facing and perhaps find some ways that we can navigate it and improve it for the benefit of everybody who eats in this region. Mm. And I like the terminology, polycrisis. It sounds, it sounds like some serious jargon. Elaborate. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's so many things that are, that are impacting on our food system at the same time. You know, we've come out of COVID. We're still dealing with the legacy of that. There's a, a water crisis that's looming. There's load shedding. There's the climate crisis as a whole. There are so many different things coming together at the same time. Uh, and I think it, it, it's overwhelming, you know, and, and, and because food impacts on every single one of us, uh, it's really, really valuable for us to kind of sit with those crises and bring together different voices who are dealing with different aspects of these crises and try and find a way to navigate through and for us to understand ourselves better through the crises that we're currently facing. Mm. And um, I see you also talk, talk about how to strengthen, you know, the food systems. Yes. How, how, how is this done? Well, it's done through this ongoing, constant engagement with people who play a role in the food system. And, and I think, you know, a big part of not just the food system, but the whole of South African society is about the, the disconnection, the broken relationships that, that our history has, um, has brought about. And a lot of testing the resilience, finding more resilient ways to operate in the food system, finding some ways to, to, to increase the levels of justice and equity in the food system is about exploring the relationships in the food system. What is our relationship to the food we eat? Do we know where it comes from? Do we know why we eat this? What are the choices that, uh, what is the conditioning that governs the choices that we make about the foods that we eat? I think in the end, you know, the, the, the improvement of the food system comes down to a better understanding of ourselves as, as, as human beings in relationship with other people and in relationship with the people that produce the food and with the foods that we eat. Those kinds of understandings are, are really, really important to how we make it better. Mm. And then I see that there are five um, events to chew to chew on at, at at the food dialogues, and you you've I've, I've got them highlighted. It says the walkie the walkie talkie in urban Cape Town. Just walk me through it. So we have a, a walking tour in the city of Cape Town that explores the history of the Cape Town through the food systems lens. So how 
was the city built around food systems and how do those food systems that were established back at the beginning of the cities, uh, at the city's origins, how do they in turn continue to shape our identity as a city today, not just Cape Town, but everywhere. It's the same kind of the same kind of principle. So there's a walking tour there. There's a walking tour in Philippi Village that looks at food systems that are developing over there. And then we've got multiple eating events. We've got Nolu Dube Tele of the Seven Colors Eatery, and she's doing an event that's called Building a Black Supply Chain. And she's using her menu and narrating each course to dive into what it means to build a black supply chain, historically white and still very white um, food, food system. We've got the Polycrisis Pantry with Zion Khan, where each of the eight courses dives into one of the crises. So you can expect a very delicious menu and something that's quite challenging and whimsical. So you might have mussels in a consomme of spilt oil and microplastic juice, you know, so playing with those kind of characteristics of fine dining, but really getting us to think very differently about them. Those are two examples. Mm. And um, building a black supply chain. Yes. What's... That's the one with Nolu at the Seven Colors Eatery. And so she's looking at what are the challenges of, what are the successes in her own business of establishing a supply chain for the menu that she has that is black in a city like Cape Town. And, you know, we know the, the, the heritage over here. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done to create access to small providers who, who generally can't get into the mainstream because of the scale at which they operate. So her dinner really speaks quite specifically to her successes and her challenges, the people, the stories that, um, yeah, in her experience of trying to do this. Mm. I like the Kids and Parents Guided Food Adventure. Jen mm. Alpha hits the kitchen. Say that again. Can you? Um, I'm saying the Kids and Parents Guided Food Adventure. Um mm-hmm. Where it says basically it's 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 a Gen Alpha hits the kitchen. <laughs> if I've got it right. Yeah, you see, again, I mean, this is this is a fun experience. It's for it's for the parent or the guardian and a child to spend some time together, uh, cooking together in a way that the child has more authority than the parents. Because typically, what happens as parents is we're constantly telling the kids how to cook rather than just letting them discover for themselves. So this is an opportunity to invert the paradigm a bit and going back to what I said earlier about trying to hone in on essential relationships that govern the decisions we make around food. If we can get children involved much earlier in the process of making food and thinking about food, that's something that can contribute to a better food system. So we've got kids cooking with parents at Maker's Landing at the waterfront and at Food Jams in, in Salt River. We've also got a workshop for teens, teens learning how to cook bread and how to bake a loaf of bread and how to bake a cake. And through that process, learning about the key historical political inflections of bread, you know, the, the, the Arab Spring and crises throughout our history that have actually focused around access to bread and basic status. So all of these things honing in on our relationship that we have to food in some way in different categories. Mm. And, and lastly, we've got the, the two, the arts where fine art meets veggies and then making a mm-hmm. meal of migration. Yeah, so the art exhibition, every year we've tried at a different scale to include art as a canvas for trying to get a better understanding of our food system. And this year we partnered with the 16 on Meditoli Art Gallery in London. And uh, this year is also the 100th um, an anniversary. It's the, it's the marker of 100 years of Langa's existence. And Langa has in fact become very much a central node in the, in the Cape Town metropole. And art is one of the key ways in which it's really been drawing attention to itself as a space that absolutely defies historically what Langa is supposed to be, peripheral and poor 
and, and without agency. But Langa is, is not those things at all. And I think this, this exhibition features some really, really big artists, you know, the late Galapian Zimba, the current Lady Scully. These are artists whose work fetches high prices. They're beautiful works. And curator Mkilo Nkana has put together an exhibition that looks at the nexus of food and fine art through the characters who are these beautiful artists. So that's happening all right through the, the program. And then, unfortunately, uh, the polycrisis migration venue, Jane and Shuti, is pregnant. She's six months or seven months pregnant, and she's been so, so sick. Mm. So she has opted to hold her event over for 2024 when she's healthy again and she has a baby out of her rather than struggling with it inside of her. So unfortunately, that one's not going to happen. But that does give us something really wonderful to look forward to next week. That's great stuff. Ian Harris, Food uh, Dialogues Event Project Manager. Thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast. I knew this this will be taking place from the 4th to the 18th of July at various locations in Cape Town with online events. And tickets can be purchased via Quick um, Quick Hat a link and www.fooddialogues.info. I would like to go there. Well, we'll see how that pans out. 24 minutes after nine. And of course, we are getting into a bit of laughter as well as our music session uh, coming up shortly.